Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Today on the show, I'm going to be discussing the subject of allowances. In other words, do you give your kids a weekly allowance? If so, how much? And what sort of control do you have over this allowance? I was recently asked by a mum about this and letting kids spend it how they wish or within limits, question mark. And she was saying that she's thinking online game purchases or the desire to go to the variety store to buy candy. So... There's a a lot of factors that come into play in this because we have to look at why we are giving a child an allowance. And there'll be many different reasons for it, but I think the overriding one would be to help them develop some some sort of financial sense, common sense. So if that is the goal then we give them an allowance and we ad- we can advise them like we would go to a financial advisor and say I've got this money what do you think I should do with it and the advisor would say well here's what I suggest and you might say mm, I like that but I don't like that but if he was to say well I don't care if you if you like it I am not allowing you to put your money into that you might go well that's where I want to put my money and, he, and you argue with him. Now, you could see it slightly differently for financial advice, but regardless of whether you agree or disagree with him, the way in which he puts it to you is what is of paramount importance. And this is the same for how we advise our ch- children on their allowances. So part of it is when we give them an allowance, we're saying, there's your money. And very often we go, you can do whatever you want with it. But then when they say, but I want to spend it all on candy, we go, no, 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 no. You can't spend it all on candy. No, you can't spend it all on candy. Or they might say like this, mum, I want to spend it all on video games. And you go, no, 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 you can't. You can have the money, but you can't spend it on video games. So can you see where I'm going here? We're saying, yes, you can have the money. Yes, it's for you to control. But we struggle to give up our control over what they do with it. And we can end up fighting with them on it. And if we control them and their spending, the bottom line is they are never going to learn when they're older. And when they're younger, we're generally talking relatively small amounts of money. We're talking a few dollars here and there. As they get older, if they've not managed or or developed any sense of what to do with their money 
And what happens when you spend it all and you don't have any, or what happens when you save it all and you've not spent anything, they're never going to know what what the the spectrum is when they have large when when they're given their first paycheck. So it's really important for us to always keep in mind what is the purpose of them having an allowance. Is it for them to develop some form of kind of financial savvy? And I think most parents would agree that it is. So if that's the case, we have to look at how we can advise them without telling them. And that if if you have a strong-willed, dare I label, controlling child, that child is going to push you for every cent because they're going to want to control what they do with their money. And, you know, say you have three kids and one is very controlling and the others are not too too bothered. They'll, they'll all spend or want to spend their money in different ways. So if one of them, say the controlling one, well, I want to spend it on games and I'm going to buy games with it. They go and they blow all their money on the video games. They come back and the other two have got their money. They're going to see that. They're going to talk about it. They're going to go, it's not fair. How come he's got more money than me? At which stage you can say, well, you spent your money. Well, yeah, but I want more money. You'll get more money the same time as everyone else gets more money. So I think it's an awesome thing when kids blow all their money at once because then they realize what it's like to have none. And then they realize and learn what it takes to have some. Then they realize what it takes to spend a little but keep some. Some kids will never want the money in the account. They want the the form of it. They want to purchase something. Other kids would rather have the money in the account. They're all different and they need to be honored for their individual differences, for their uniquenesses. So if we blanket across the board, this is how you're going to do it, we might be met with resistance. Now, I'm not saying we can't advise them. And you know, the the three obvious ones, well, we're going to spend some, we're going to give some away, and we're going to save some. That's the ideal world. Most kids find that very hard to understand. And they, so how are you going to advise them to do that? And let's just go back to the the example of um, candy and screens. Say uh, screens, but buying games. So say you've get, you've given your child their allowance, and they want to go and buy it, buy all their spend all their allowance on a video game. At the end of the day, if they go and spend money on the video game, they go and spend money on the video game, provided it's age appropriate. Then, if that's what they want to spend their money on, then who are we to say you can't? But where we do have influence is on the boundaries and limits that we have collaboratively agreed on with the child on how much time they'll get to spend on the game. So there's two completely different things here. So you can you could let the child buy the game and spend all his money, allow him to understand what it's like to now have no money, but he's got the game. But in having the game doesn't mean he can play it all the time he's still got the boundaries and the limits on the amount of screen time, therefore gaming time, he can access. So we think we're controlling it by saying, no, you can't buy it. But in fact, by buying it, we're teaching them or allowing them to experience what it feels like to have no money, but have a video game that you still can't play all the time because we've got boundaries and limits on it. 
So I think that was it was a fantastic question and a great thing to discuss here because it sparked sparked a lot of curiosity in me. It a lot of things came up for me in that very in that very example. So going to the variety store to buy candy. Yeah, they want to blow all their money on the candy, but maybe you've got boundaries and limits on how much candy they can eat. So then buying spending all their money on candy doesn't mean they can eat all the candy if you have boundaries and limits around it. Now, the the worry might be coming from or the fear the parents have in the kids spending it all is that, well, if they spend it all now, they're never going to learn to save. I disagree uh, or I, 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 I look at it in a different way. I think spending all your money at once tells you, offers you the opportunity to learn a lot. And we have to look at the boundaries we have in place. And perhaps the fears that this mum has are actually more around the fact that she perhaps realises that the boundaries around screen time are not as um, strong, as healthy as she would like them to be, or around candy. So I think there's there's a, another set of challenges underneath this and that it's not necessarily just the big spend. There's possibly control issues going on that the mum wants to control all the spending and wants to control all the gaming and wants to control all the eating of candy. But perhaps because she's worried about it, perhaps that worry is coming from a place because she knows she might not be doing actually the best job of the boundaries around all of that. So there's so much to discuss in this seemingly small example and hopefully it has given you much food for thought. So, you know, how do we advise our, our kids on how to how to deal with their allowance? That's not for me to say because, you know, I what I cho- what I suggest to my kids, A, I suggest it, B, if they do it or not, that's that's the, that's for them to do. It's their money. If I want to step in and control how they spend, what they spend, and then almost forbid them to spend it on that, I'm not going to foster a connection with them. It's going to sever the connection. It's going to disconnect me from them. They're going to be so pissed off with me. And, you know, in fact, the older they get, the more they're likely to turn around and say, well, don't give me any money if you're not going to let me spend it. Why bother? And, you know, there's the truth truth of it from the mouth of babes. So get clear on the goals. Get clear on the why. Why are you giving them the allowance? What do you want to learn from it? And really look in the mirror and, and look deep and think, what, what are my issues here? What are my issues? Because they might be control. They might be man- micromanaging. They might be, the issues might be boundaries and the ability to set limits or you're you're setting the boundaries, but you're not holding the limits. Could be all sorts of things, but look beneath, because there's often a lot more going on than meets the eye. So I've really enjoyed discussing this topic, and thank you to the mum who wrote in with this, and hopefully it's helped you all. And as I mentioned earlier, hopefully it's given you some food for thought. And I look forward to hearing from you if you have any questions about this or you need any more information on this or this has sparked another question in you, then send me the question because I love answering them. Till next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. 
If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.